Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Black Swan. That's T H A B L A C K S W A A N. Again, we're back with Carl for the this, that, or fact basketball talk. That's the new name, and we're sticking with it. And then we got some topics again. We let Carl come up with the agenda because we had a hard time last week and we enjoyed ourselves. So we let Carl come up with that again. So we're not going to waste a whole lot of time. We're just going to jump right into the information because I know you guys love information. Our first topic today is. NBA team rankings. Welcome to our top 10. You know what? F that. This, this is not a fact. Um, basketball talk on the Black Small Podcast. We're going to do our top nine. But I'm going to give my honorable mention. So, I'm going to go, I go first? All right. Honorable mention. Shout out them Spurs. I'm going to give Spurs that honorable mention. And my number nine, I'm just going to list them off. And then I'm going to let Carl list them off. Then we're going to debate our list. Put them up on the screen and debate our list. So, number nine, I got the Pacers. After that, we got the Boston Celtics. Surprised to see them that low. Number seven, we got the Suns. So, uh, uh, I think that's good for them. They got the Suns at number seven. Number six, we got the Bucks. And number five, we got the Nets. Really want to talk about why that happened in the past couple of days. Number four, I got the Jazz. Round off our top three, we got the 76ers. And then, of course, the two L.A. teams. We got the Clippers at number two. And then they got L.A. Lakers at number one. Carl, what you got? <laughs> well, I, I figured we would have the same, uh, same, pretty much the same list, but okay. Not really, not really, not really. Go ahead, let me see All what right. you got. So my, my honorable mentions, I going with two teams. They, they, they both tied with 7-5 record. They going with the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. and I going with the Golden State Warriors. My number nine is actually the Suns. Number eight, Boston. Number seven is Philadelphia. Number six Ooh. is Indiana. Number five is Milwaukee. Number four is the Nets. Number three is the Clippers. Number two is the Jazz. Woo! And number one is LA Lakers. Woo! I think I. Woo! The first thing we got. Uh, we're gonna start. Let's start the bottom up. Let's start the bottom up. Like, like I said, I think we was on kind of the same page. Yeah. I, but it's that big Jazz. That's why I gotta go with them Jazz. Why you got the Jazz so high? Jazz is ten and four. I understand that they really ten and four. four game in a streak. I understand that, but it is matter who you're playing and with the games you play and all that. Okay. Yeah. So you got them at ten and four. You feel like they are the second second, second best, best team in the league right, right now. now. Yeah. Anybody else they play, you see them getting that W. Because that's what power rankings mean. Yeah. All right. All right. That's weekly. We don't know weekly. Okay, weekly. This week you feel them as a number two power. Yeah. All right. All right. What, what else you got? Sorry, yeah. I gotta go look uh, at the uh, list uh, real that's quick. That's cool. The Suns at number at number nine. Mm-hmm. They just got beef from the Grizz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think our list is very very similar to Josh. Just pushed my list down a little bit. Uh, why didn't like the Spurs? The Spurs had uh, I think the Spurs so they, like fifth in the. It in was the West. up and down. It was up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, you know. I I like how the Demar Derozan yeah. been responding. I like Dejounte Murray. So I think the Spurs yeah, they, did yeah, deserve right. some credit. Yeah. I would have had the Blazers on this list if that CJ McCollum injury didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a blow for them. Mm-hmm. That's a blow for them. Now, the one thing I want to talk about, I'm sure we're going to get into it the next topic, but that Nets Bucks. I noticed you have the Nets over the Bucks. I got the Nets over the Bucks. Right, yeah. But when you came up with this agenda, I actually had the Bucks, Bucks. over the Nets. Right. Then we watched that game, and it seemed like the Bucks didn't know how to score at, at, at the end of the game. game. Yeah, so I was like, close. yeah, there's no way I can put you over the Nets yeah. after watching that. So I had to move the Nets up. I actually had the Nets at number eight or nine at the time. What? That trade really made some differences. You got them at five, right? Yeah, I got them at five. And I got them at four. Right? Yeah, these yeah, are, the, yeah, the Jazz yeah. pushed everybody down. I had the Jazz at four, but you had them at number two. Right. So that's crazy. I surprised Six last game in the street, Before bro? we move on, I'm surprised you had the 76ers so low. 
Oh, the 76 they lost to the Grizzlies as well. Mm. And, and I'm not knocking the Grizzlies for being a a, a, a dead team, but they, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. Teams you should be, mm-hmm. you should be. But they should feel that same way. But like you do have the Suns kind of low on your right, list, yeah. As well. So the Suns here did lose. Right, teams you should well. be, yeah. you should be, bro. All right, so. all right, all right. So like I said, I don't think we got far off. You just have a lot more love for the Jazz than I have, and I have a lot more love for the Sixers than you have. Six game in the streak, bro. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that, but I, I still think it matters the, the, the teams you play. You know what I'm saying? But we'll have to see how the week yeah. going. But that's our take. Guys, if you have a better take, if you have some teams, I'm probably going to try to do a little graphic for the top five and try to combine our top five and basing on the numbers. But if, if you have a better take, let us know. I'm going to put all the handles inside the, in the page like I did last time on the screen for those who are watching it on YouTube. But if not, let us know, guys. So next up, we got another good little conversation piece Carl came up with. Should the Nets trade Kyrie Irving? And if so, why? So obviously, I see where you were going with this. Get, let us know. Let us know. Give us a reason Man. why they should trade Kyrie Irving. One, he's a cancer every locker room in Cleveland, Boston. That could be doing now. I don't really think he want to be in the Nets, bro. Like, even the interview we did yesterday. Secondly, what your communication was like with the team while you were away. Happy to be back. Happy to be around these guys. Address the team. Address the Everybody that need to be addressed. Now it's time to move on. Dude is like leaning on the table, like, like it's a bother for him to have like a conversation. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I didn't like that either. Like, dude, come on, bro. Man, I didn't like come that. Come on, either. bro. Like, dog. I, I feel that they if they trade him, they could get a they could get a third tier star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You only lose. I mean, you, you technically you're really losing if you trade for Paul Judge. Hmm. And you get a defensive player now who can help play some league mm-hmm. that they need. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm Matching money. You need matching money. And you got a point guard on the, on, on the Clippers. That well, would that be enough to beat LeBron? But I mean, it's still better than you get a closer. Mm-hmm. This PG really closer. Mm-hmm. But so, you already had a closer, so now right. you bring a carry to make some more fuss with, no, no, with your no, boy no. about closing the game. But then you see you got a, the claw. Alright. Yeah, the claw ain't really a big fuss. That's true. You yeah, saying so he in a, you saying he in a big yeah, fuss. Now, Apparently yeah. they were treating him like a big fuss in Toronto. Yeah. Going to report these don't know they a big fuss till the reports come yeah. out. And yeah. realize like, oh shit, yeah. they some big fuss. I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know you could trade him for, for PG. Mm-hmm. You could trade him for Ben Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I was saying something that was saying uh I need my turn yet. I'm yeah, gonna save that for my team. Yeah, so I mean like Kyrie's a cancer, bro. He's a cancer. And you can see how Durant and and and, and Harden playing. They gelling, bro. They working. Really good. They really working. Good. So it's like... Really good. Like, they really good. <laughs> so, yeah, my dude. Get rid of him, bro. Get rid of him. I, I, I hate to do it, but I must agree with you. Uh, when the person was posing me this that I actually decided to go with yes. And yes, because I've watched two games now with the Nets without Kyrie. And that's how I said to you before, like, I think I, I sent you a message like, yo, he better hurry up come back because this looked too good. And the gravity that we saw, the chemistry, the passing, it wasn't, it didn't even look like you get yours, you get yours. No, so like, yeah, yeah, they come to me, I throw it to you. They come to me, I throw it to you. Katie and Harden looked amazing. Uh, I wish we got to watch the rest of the game. We oh, yeah, was on we live earlier. And Colin Sexton again for the three. He had 20 straight points in this game. 
Why not knock down another one? He had 42 points on the night. That's a career high for Colin Sexton. He added five rebounds and five assists, and Cleveland would go on to win it, 147-135. Uh, I want to see the highlights and see how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, so I was initially saying yes, let's trade him. Uh, let me look, look at some of my points I got over here. He's a distraction. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a distraction. Uh, is he, he's not enough of a distraction where you know, your game is so good. Like Katie, game is so good, you could be a distraction. Kyrie, these two guys are better than you. You can't be the distraction. So that's my first thing. Second thing is the closing lineup. Obviously, you're not going to put none of them on the bench. So while when they close in, what their lineup going to be? Durant playing the five? You know what I'm saying? Kyrie and James Harden are your lead guard defenders? I don't like none of that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to hug, sorry, you're going to have to hug Joe Harris on the court. Let me say that one more time. You're going to have to hug Joe Harris on the court because that's your shooter. Yeah. So what are they going to do? So that, that's the things I worry about, that when you put pluck Kyrie in, you get smaller, you add more responsibilities on Harden and Durant defensively, and I don't like none of that. That was one of my main points. And then I think KD deserves better than this. That's my last point. KD deserves better than this. KD just come off an injury. He want to prove that he's the best player in the world. Uh, he didn't get to do it in Golden State. That's why he wanted to leave a team. He let Kyrie convince him, or I don't know if they came up together, but it seemed like Kyrie convinced him, let's go to the Nets. And now we get to the Nets, and Kyrie just all over the place. You can't even get a consistent two weeks out of him. Get rid of him. And that's my point. I love Kyrie Irving. I love his game. I love to watch him play. But if you're going to take away from what Kevin Durant and James Harden doing, I've always been OKC fan from they got into the league. Hell no. Let's get rid of Kyrie Irving. That's my take on that too. So we, we, we clearly agree on okay, that. Yeah, yeah. Any, <laughs> any last points you want to give on this one? Yeah, I mean, hey, yo. The Nets look good. Get rid of him. Mm. Get a player, you know. Defense. Yeah, defense. That's how, that's what I was supposed to say. I saw an uh, option of a, not an option of a trade, but someone suggested a trade. Uh, shout out AM Hoops. Uh, he soon get the 100,000 subscribers, so help that guy out. He said the, the, the best trade, and he's the only trade you see the Nets making with Kyrie Irving is to Orlando and getting back Aaron Gordon and getting back um, Al Farouk Amino. Two defensive, defensive yeah. pieces and then Eric Gordon. I mean, Aaron Gordon will give you a lot of athleticism and a little bit of scoring as well as defense. And he sees that being making the Nets an unstoppable team. And I couldn't argue with that. But I don't see, I don't see that, I mean. The Orlando Magic. You don't see it for that side. Yeah, because you give, you give away two. One of a one strong piece. Yeah. Amino is a piece that any, like, he's going to yeah. be around the league with different defensive teams. But, what, what else is there for, for Kyrie and Orlando, bro? Nothing. And that's why I think Obama, I think if he ever got traded, he would probably retire. As I think, like, based on how things see him, if he got traded, it seemed like he really wanted to be in Brooklyn. If they sent him somewhere else, he'd be like, yeah, I ain't playing no more. I think he'll go to Clippers, though. I just find I, I like him with the Clippers, bro. I think he's really trying to be an activist in Brooklyn. So, like, outside of basketball, it seems like he's really trying to be... So, if you watch this interview, it seems like he's really trying to be an activist in Brooklyn. I don't think he'll say, yeah, y'all can send me wherever y'all want to go. I don't think he with that slave master type of mindset anymore. <laughs> you want to send me wherever you want to go. All right, y'all ain't want me here? Nah, I ain't playing no more. And then he'll probably come back in two years and be like, Yo, he's too good not to say yes, come. But when he come to the team and be like, he coming, but they can say no. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. But that's our take on Kyrie Irving. No, no longer are we going to talk about people's mental issues because we don't know. 
So we don't gonna take what they said. He gave a interview. He didn't answer all the questions, but he did answer some questions. I feel at ease about what I heard, and now we're gonna hold him to his word, hold it to what he does from now on in terms of action and what he does on the court. And that's where we at with that. So if you have any other takes or any comments, anything you want to say, hit us up in the comment section. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, moving on to the next topic. Alright, so we back for our third topic. This is another throwback topic, something that we want to go into the history books, challenge the basketball purists and the basketball minds out there. We're going to do our top five backcourts of all time. Uh, did, did, I think it's my turn to go first. Yeah, you go first. You top go first. five backcourts of all time. So before I go first, I'm going to list them off. I'm going to tell you all the factors I was looking at. I was looking at who has the most rings, who beat the most grades, who had the best relationship on the, on and off the court, and who impacted the culture the most. So I'm gonna start with my honorable mention. My honorable mention, is, I think it's more of a passionate honorable mention, <laughs> Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller. Uh, that was a strong backcourt. They, the people who was defeating that backcourt was Shaq, was uh, Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Like they was getting beat by greats. But I like them because like they introduced me to basketball in that 90s era. And there was a team that I wanted to see. And then remember they had that big brawl. So that's really why they didn't get to see the heights of what that team could have been. Well, he was he came right after the year. He left the year right before the brawl. But remember the Pacers, I still say oh, the Pacers yeah, team. Yeah. That's why I was in, in love with that Pacers team. So moving on to my number five, I got Magic Johnson, Michael Cooper. Who can forget that 80s era Lakers was running the show? Uh, after that, I got, this might be a little controversial, I got Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. I was feeling Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili in the era. They was going against some greats, but I'll give you the explanations later. Number three, I got Michael Jordan and Ron Hopper. They didn't play a lot of years together, but they were very, very fierce when they were together. Number two, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Controversial, controversial. And then my number one, of course, is, and maybe I may be a generation baby, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, best shoot gun backcourt of all time, as quoted by Stephen A. Smith. What you got? What you got? We're going to argue afterwards. What you got? What you got? All right, all right, all right. I have two honorable mentions. One by, I will watch some clips. When I was doing research, I watched some clips. Uh, will Frazier and Earl Monroe. Mm -hmm. Right, not before my era. Now, I watched mm -hmm. them play, but watching clips. It was not nice. right, right, right. The eye test does matter, okay. right? But at my era, I will go with CJ and Dan on the mention. On the mention, Dan, right? Oh, he said, on the mention, okay. So, my number five is Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton. Mm, I like it, I like it, All I right. like it. They was a debate on my list. My number four is Michael Jordan and Ron Alpha. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they didn't play much, yes, mm -hmm. but they was I great. was thinking you might add them yeah. higher, but go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. My number three is Maddox Johnson and Michael Cooper. I understand. I feel you. My number two, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Mm. And of course, my number one. It better be Isaiah Thomas. The bad boys, them. Right. Isaiah Thomas and, and Joe Dumas. I can't argue with you. I can't argue with you. Like, the only thing I want to debate with you, I want to debate two things with you. Right. Let's start off with the Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumas. Why did you say Isaiah Thomas or Joe Dumas over those two? All right. Well, to me, it's... They, to me, they were, it was a hard choice. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. But why put them over um, Isaiah and Joe? They had some tough times. They won two rings, but they had some tough times going against you know, get Jordans of the other year, other era. Mm -hmm. Then you get the, the, the Celtics. Larry Birds of that era. Mm -hmm. Then you get the Lakers of that era, mm -hmm. Portland. Mm -hmm. 
shout out to Clyde Jackson and Terry Porter. That's another that's bad call. Right. You're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. But and out, out, and like, I think one of the things I said, like the impact in the culture, they impacted the culture a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, so that's I, that's why I like it. The reason I put Steph Curry and Clay over them, mm-hmm. and again, it might just be recency bias, but I think at the end of the day, when we look back at this 10, 15 years from now, we're gonna we're still gonna say that is the best two shooters ever to be together on a team. They changed the game on how you could have played. That's why they won so many games. So I look at their 73 win season. That's because those two guys were so unstoppable at what they do. You did not know how to space the floor. I think teams may have figured it out, and maybe we don't know yet because Durant messed it up as well as oh, was it Clay Thompson uh, or Clay Thompson hurt. It might be Draymond, but the the reason Draymond is able to do it because of those two. You plug Draymond on other teams, he'll still be good, but. The teams will still have to be shooting like the personnel like Draymond Hyde, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson. Okay, so you think if they had a team going against each other, with the defense, Isaiah and Joe Dumas, I think that's different eras. Yeah, different different eras. Different eras. So, so like but, the way you're allowed to play is yeah, different. Yeah. yeah. yeah different but I do think that but I have a lot of faith in those Pistons that they would have figured out a way to make it work. And they was not gonna let them do what they did. There was no way Steph Curry was doing that. Like if you need to get if you need a fifteen game suspension to make a point, we gonna have to take a fifteen game suspension. You ain't shimmying down the court, no. So I think so. Even then, I still think head to head. If you want to say head to head, even if we just doing different eras, I think there's more feistiness in that Isaiah Thomas group. That's why LeBron beat them. LeBron got more nasty than they had. But even them two, right? That Pistons and I going to stay team. Imagine Draymond going against the world. Mmm, I mean Dennis Rodman. Yeah, no, they'll be fighting. They'll be fighting. No. They'll be getting, it will be it will be about Malice in the Palace every night, every time they play. So I'm saying. So hey, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. So the one other thing I wanted to argue, I noticed you had um I had Tony Parker and Malice Ginobili on my list. I think you had Chauncey Bill. Was it Chauncey Billis I wanted to argue? And Rip. Yeah. Was it them? Who was your fourth? Who's your? Wait, I think it was Chauncey. So yeah. Chauncey Billis and Rip. I understand why you have Chauncey Billis and Rip. And I think kind of the same reasons why I have Manjuri and Tony Parker. It's not the same reasons. They went against the same players in the same eras. They beat them sometimes. They lose sometimes. And I think you might have Manjuri and being ripped a little bit more because they did a little bit more for the team because we know you had Tim Duncan on the Spurs. Yeah, but and, and why why we didn't see it like that? Because Manu never started. He started he started for a time. Then he came off yeah, the bench. But, but he still played the majority of the minutes. Yeah, but I mean, like I still wouldn't consider him like you starting off the game with your backcourt. That's why. And I, that's because you thinking of his later yeah, years so, when he first came over. When he first came over. Remember, he started the first year. He started. He started three years. Not, not, he started three years. And he made the All Star team twice. Still, bro. Look at Rippin and, 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 and you're right, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right. And they beat the Lakers. They beat they beat a stacked Lakers team. And they beat the same Spurs and they beat the same Spurs team. And they beat the team. So yeah, yeah, so you're right. So. And that's, that's why I say they was yeah. they was kinda there and I said my passionate pick was Mark Johnson and Reg, Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah. But Carl, Carl, way to come up with a good topic. I, I, I you put a little pressure on me for next week's agenda. <laughs> but guys, if you have any uh, input or thoughts on that, I can't see you arguing with us too much on our list. Oh, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. but if you have some names that we left out, let us know. Good shout out on that Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Yeah. I think they have a little bit and more to prove. Ah, I think that you should have shouted them out first, but yeah. I like that. So, guys, you know where to find us. Hit us up in the comment section. Let us know. YouTube, podcast, we out here regardless. Moving on. So another good topic, a good argumentative topic. I think this is the one that people going to care about the most. 10 seconds left on the clock. Score time. Game on the line. 
Who do you give the ball to? Carl, who are you giving the ball to if you was the coach? Any player in the NBA currently, who are you giving the ball to? 10 seconds on the clock. Damn logo Lillard. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. Hmm. That's a pick. I ain't even gonna give my take yet. You tell me why you got damn logo oh, Lillard. Okay. Most most teams pressure at the half, or even at the half court, or full court. Just depends on how the game. If you pressure him full court, he coming now. You take about six seconds off the clock. He get four. He can pull up from the logo, and that nigga going. That means mm -hmm. he can pull up from the logo, and that going in. Mm -hmm. That going in. You do a half court play, he get that. Take you one, two dribbles. He can get a shot. Baby, you got ice in the blood, man. You got ice in the blood. I, 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 I didn't even think about Lillard. I know, no disrespect to Lillard. I just had better names in my mind, in my opinion. I got 10 seconds left in the game. I'm the coach and I'm drawing up a play. The play gonna say, F the rest of y'all, throw the ball to KD. And they wanted to wait for the final shot. Here's the double team by the Hawks. Durant pulling up, firing and scoring! With one point! Seconds left. He's done it again. And whatever he do, I'ma live and die with. It's Kevin Durant. There's the person I'm gonna give the ball to. Ten seconds left in the game. I watched Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals. The biggest moment. So, would you agree that the biggest moment in the NBA is the NBA Finals? Yeah. And even bigger moments than that is closeout games or, or swing games. Well, you have a down one, down you have one. a 2-0 lead. It can either go 3-0 to 2-1. Swing games. I watched Kevin Durant two years in a row in those situations. Burst a three in the best play in the league eye. For the for, to, to take that swing game and, and sweep the team and he can sweep twice or 4-1. Which means uh, the, when Kevin Durant was on the Warriors. I guess so, yeah. Sweep twice or 4-1? That's 4-1. A 4-1 in the sweep. I watched Kevin Durant do that. My eyes tell me I don't have nobody else I can give the ball to because I watched him do that. So that's where I'm at with that. But I can understand Logo Lillard because my eyes watch him send people out the playoffs. Three wins the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Lillard got Good! And the Blazers win the series. Game six is go home. Game seven, go home. He do it to James Harden, Paul George, Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook. I can say it. I can say it. I was, was saving him for uh, Westbrook as well. Even though Westbrook did his part, had a 40-point game in that game. But uh, and Paul George had zero points. But he did it to them. So I can definitely understand your pick. But I think between the two, I can't see you no I can't see you having KD on your team. Lillard on your team, and you draw on a pit for Lillard. And now, you've been saying a lot of good stuff, but right now, now you're talking to foolishness now. Now you're talking to foolishness. This, that, or facts. All right, guys, we're going to definitely have the arguments in the comment section. I'm definitely sending this one around. I want to know your take. Who you think need to be the last person taking a shot? We need Ten a seconds left. We need a survey. Who you had as an honorable mention? We should do a survey on Twitter or something like that. But, but who you had as your honorable mention? Just before we go, because I had, I had a little spicy honorable mention. I really didn't pick a honorable. I might have thought about it, but uh, off the top of my head, right now, last shot. Boy, I'll probably go. Ooh. Mm, this is just a hard thought. I have my set. I had my honorable mention ready. Ooh. Game on the line. I right, go with Steph then. Mm. 
I'll Steph. never go with Steph. Steph never. I can't even remember Steph winning a game in a crucial moment. You know he, how to because he, he blew the game out. He anyway, blows the game out before. My actual my <laughs> actual person is the person who plays a, a game winner and Steph I to win a championship. Let's go with Kyrie Irving. That's my honorable mention as who I'm gonna give the ball to with 10 seconds left. Argue me. Argue me. Oh, yeah. Ah, come on, yeah, I, come I, I, on. Yeah, I'm not knocking him. Yeah, yeah. One because win on Anwar. One, he, one win for Anwar. He can take the shot. He can take you off the dribble. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. But Steph just hit a big shot to win the game. Yeah, against, against the Lakers. Lakers. Against the Lakers. Against yes. Lakers. And LeBron had a big clanker there. Your Lakers. I watch it. I watch it. So I watch it. But I told, do I told, I told you the Warriors is gonna no, win that game. Don't though. say Steph don't do it, bro. Steph don't do it in crucial moments. That's what they say. That's our third biggest season. Every game counts now because you don't know who's not okay. going to play and who's going to play. Fair enough, fair enough. Way to argue your point. <laughs> Guys, we know what's going on. Hit us up in the comment section. Oh, Moving Thanks. on to the next topic. You want to say that? Oh, you say Giddy, yeah. Who's your other match? Okay, all right. No, I think I won that one. Like, I don't know. Some people think I'm 6 and I think I'm 0 and 6 in these debates. But, like, I'm not 0 and 6. We don't do 5 talks. Like, some people think I'm 0 and 5. But I think I can sure say I won that one. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so another throwback topic. You know, I would say throwback because the Hall of Fame is coming up this year. Uh, it's not going to be the same because of COVID. COVID's really changed a lot of plans. But we still can talk about and argue players that should be, need to be, or should they even be in the Hall of Fame. The person we really, really, really want to talk about is a player that we all love. I can, I can agree that we love him as a player. He's all right. Uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. I guess we gonna see where our, where, our, where our takes about to go on this. What we're gonna talk about, does Chris Webber deserve to be in the Hall of Fame already? I imagine he's gonna make it into the Hall of Fame eventually, but he wasn't a first ballot, he wasn't a second ballot. I don't think he was a third ballot. This is four, this is a third or fourth right now. We will clarify that for you all in the notes. But does he deserve to be in it already? My take on that, I would say yes. Now, when I say yes, I need y'all to know, at the bare minimum, I'd say yes. And this is the reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame. So, the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame, obviously, that situation with Ed Martin, that scandal, obviously, that scandal stained his basketball career. We don't know who the persons are who do the voting for Hall of Fame and all that, but when you have such a stain on your career, it's hard to people to look past that. If you don't know what's going on, it was uh, alleged that Ed Martin gave Chris Webber, while he was in middle school, $280,000 as a, like a slick investment because he knew he was going to be a star in the NBA. So it was like a slick investment, gave him some money. When the league found out about it, I think Webber was already inside the league at the point when they found out about it. He had to go through arbitrations. He had to go to court and all that. And then he apparently lied because they found out that he was lying. Yeah, he party. did receive money. So because of that, uh, they, they canceled out his championships in Michigan with the 5-5, five five, which was a cultural change in team. They was even trying to cancel his championships in high school. When you have that big stain on your career, it's hard to get over that. As well as he did that big dumb thing in, in the NCAA championships. But he forget they didn't have a timeout. He just had a lot of bad moments, and I think it, it's alleged that he, I guess Kyle gonna get into that for us, but let's, I, I'm gonna say he forgot, but when you have so, so much bad moments throughout your career, it's hard for people to forget them. You know people easily remember bad things and negative things more than they remember positive things and good energy things. So I think that was his fail. If you take out his uh, uh, college career, 
he's not a Hall of Famer. But if you go back and look at his college career and add that to his NBA career, I'll just throw up a little stats out there. Five years, he was top 10 in the MVP voting. Five-time All-Star. Five-time All-NBA. Average 29-4. One ste- 1.5 steal, 1.5 blocks. That is a career. That's a Hall of Fame career stat line. So to me, it was just the negative things that stood out more in the voters' eyes. But I do see him getting in eventually, which you got for me. I feel good about this one. Hell no. No, 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 no. Hell no. He ain't supposed to be in no, no Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? Give us a feel. Tell us your Say negative. Tell us How much Hall of Fame is how negative it is? Negative uh, um, past experience before the NBA. I was in fighting inside a inside a in a, in a bowling alley. Had a hole. He was arrested. Michael Jordan gambling. gambling. Like what you talking about, bro? Stop coming was, on. I'm not going to. No, Kobe being a rapist. This is blasphemy. This is madness. It's like, come on, bro. Like, stop. Don't go negative. That's why he's not in it. How much players? He wants to say if his college career was not, he would have been in it. If it wasn't blemished. Kobe Bryant played college and he was in the, the he's at the Hall of Fame. Oh, Kobe Bryant is obviously a greater player than him. Tracy McGrady now playing college and Hall of Fame. Stop trying to put college like college. Is such Tracy a- McGrady was a name I looked at and I was like, yo, can I compare the careers? And then I realized Tracy McGrady had just a way better career than so Chris Webber. So you can't say it. Yeah. Chris Webber, the only thing he ever won in the league was a rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. I, and I think in 99, he won um, he won the, the rebound. He, he's, he's leading the league in rebound. Okay, okay. And then he was all NBA one team one time. It's like, bro, bro. But that, you, never, you never lead the league in scoring. Never never lead the league in, in, in rebounds. You never came out of the, the conference finals to get to the champ. You never played in the championship. But, but the Lakers beat him, though. The Lakers beat him. Bro, you still never played in the championship game, bro. I, again, it's hard to argue this one. That's why like, he was a French Hall of Famer for me, and I feel like he like, will make it eventually. No. I mean, do, he, do you count his uh, um, uh, analytics and commentating career? Can, can that count towards his Hall of Fame credits? So he's going in the Hall of Fame as a, as a no, commentator? No, that's a part of his career. That's a, that's a part of his basketball input. Like He's added that to basketball as well. He has been one of the more exciting commentators in the past few years. Yo, stay the commentator, bro, because you're going to make the Hall of Fame. You, you think he's never gonna make it? He'd be a five, like, and the thing about it, right? This, this, this is gonna be harder. Like, if you come after that generation, like after Kobe generation, like some players being coming in, though. So as they retire, right, it's right. gonna be then harder he, start and missing, harder. Gonna, like, if he don't make it by the time, like, we looking at. Bosch is gonna be in the Hall of Fame in probably a couple of years. And, yeah, so like, and I can see Bosch more than him. Yeah, no, definitely, I'll definitely yeah, see that. Yeah. You know, because Bosch had more in All NBA bursts than him before Bosch went to Miami. So yeah, it's yeah. crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, dreadlocks. All right, so Carl, like again, I can't argue with this one. I was just trying to find my points to make it work. <laughs> I do think that he's eventually gonna make it, but the question is, is he deserving to be in it? Carl, I'll give you that one. You got three year window. I'll give you that one. You got three year window. I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate you joining us again on the Black Swan Podcast. Yo. That's T-H-A-B-L-A-C-K-S-W-A-A-N for this or that or fact. 
basketball talk. Uh, check us out now. We're going to do a little new thing. So every Wednesday, right before we do this recording, we're definitely going to go live, watch, watch whatever game. games is on, pick the best game, and watch maybe the first or second quarter and see what's going on. And if you have enough time, we're going to hop on at the end. But remember, we're going to be on every audio platform. That's Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're going to have the videos up for you on the weekend. That's YouTube. That's T-H-A-B-L-A-C-K-S-W-A-A-N. And yo, if you have any thoughts... And, and ideas and arguments, agreements. Let us know. Let us know who talking to this or to that, or let us know who talking to facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep it real with us. So it's your boy Anwar Snuffy Dog Smith. I ain't gonna say it no more. It's the Black Swan. I'm with Yo. my boy Carl. Until next time, we out. We out. Be easy.